you're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 397 for August 25th, 2022. This week, we talk about doppelgangers, top social media sites, live streaming, House of the Dragon being late for things, and boyfriend twins. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Right on time. How about that? Oh, wow. We are starting exactly. See, on the dot. This is this is what I mean when I make plans with someone. She's punctual. We start on the dot. Sam's mm-hmm. idea of you schedule something at three. Sam shows up at 302, but also not ready. No, I show up at three to reschedule for 345. <laughs> that's what I do. That's my that's that's my punctuality. What are your thoughts on people that are like me? Who are, I'm going to drag my hate. own ass, who are perpetually hate. You don't late. have to finish it. You just said people like you hate. Just pe- <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you must love torture hate. yourself because this is episode 397 and hate. you're still here. You're still here. You're, you drag I your know. ass to your desk. I like every, doing this. Every I like doing this with you. Goddamn week. But no, so like, okay, let's let's say that you have... An appointment, just an, just a like a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment or just an appointment where you need to get somewhere. This isn't like a telehealth. This isn't like a, this is a thing that you need to physically get yourself to somewhere. How often are you late for things and how do you feel? Do you feel guilty? Like what kind of person are you? I'm never late. I am always not even just 15 minutes early. I'm an hour early. Oh, wow. I have been She's... to the restaurant beforehand. Just I've actually had a meal there. Yeah, to see where I want to sit, etc. However, there was... In a, a cloak, dark sunglasses, hunched over. I've Well, I got to change an outfit because I'll sweat through the first one. <laughs> so I've brought Girl, a second outfit anyway. That is so true. Relatable. I was, I was recently, like for the maybe the first time in my life, late to an appointment. Oh. Because... But it's because I thought it... I get... I was gonna be there in plenty of time it was at like 11 and mm-hmm. i thought it was at eleven thirty, and it was that point where like i had to get a lift i had to get an uber or a lift i had to get there now sort of situation and i think i was like 10 minutes late mm-hmm. and i felt like i was sweating on the way right. there just like terrified trying to calm myself down because they like because at doctors and dentists they have like oh there's a $60 fee if you don't show up. Right. Right. There's yeah. like a cancellation fee. There's like a whole thing. But in your brain, you feel like that you're you're showing up late for your important meeting with the Queen of England. Right. Like this is this is a life or death situation. There is a, if you are 10 minutes late. There is a sense of urgency in mm-hmm. everything that I do and everywhere that I go. <laughs> that is and it's like the that energy. from my childhood. My mom would be standing by the door waiting for my dad. For like 15 minutes. Right. To go, to go wherever we were going. And when my dad used to drop me off at school, I would want to go. I'd be, you know, getting ready to go like, okay, in 10 minutes we're leaving, right? And mm-hmm. then like he would get in the shower. He would start getting ready. <laughs> get in the shower like five minutes before we're about to go. And I'm just like so stressed out mm-hmm. on top of being gay. Right. And that's already stressful as it is. Let's be honest. I was already stressed out. <laughs> So it's it's been a lifelong um, situation. You've been now. What's your life like? You've been being urgent. late. 
So, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I, and I feel like this is very common for people who are in, like, in the depths of their depression, it's very, I don't know what it is, but, like, for me, I was way less punctual to things. Um, If there was, although, if there was one thing that I was always on time for when I was, like, really deep in my depression, I wasn't medicated, like, I was just seeing a therapist, was seeing my therapist. Like, that was the only thing that I could hold myself accountable to, to be there and show up there on time. And if I knew that I couldn't make it, I would message her as early as I could, and she was very flexible with me. There are people out there who are in the depths of their depression who, like, they blow off their meetings with their therapist all the time not cool but for some reason that was if there was one thing i could do it was that however when i get comfortable with someone like you for instance something that i don't care about at all i let i just let the reins go like i actually there was one situation where i think i slept through our yeah and i was panicking you thought i, I was died. like what happened to him <laughs> Because I've been, I was, I waited to text you until like five minutes after or something. Because I was like, oh, he's gonna be late anyway. Right. And then I'm like, well, usually he at least texts me. Mm-hmm. I thought you either hated me, or I got you hit by a train. Died. Yes, I was so stressed <laughs> out. At least, at least you understand that there's a there's a certain window of time where I will let you know how late I'm going to be, and then you can adjust accordingly. But in, right. in in real life, when it comes to appointments with, like, medical professionals or my therapist or whatever, I'm pretty good with that now. I feel like I've gotten better with that as I've been medicated and going to therapy and getting older and understanding that, like, I don't – I understand how it feels when people waste my time, so I – don't want to make other people feel like that unless it's unless it's you obviously because so what you're saying is you abuse the relationships of the mm-hmm. people you're closest to right I, so yes. maybe that's something to talk about in therapy to gain leniency mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> however so I'm, I'm asking about this because uh last week i think i was talking about how i was taking care of my mom because she got oral surgery um she's all she's all good now but there was a stressful situation where I had to pick up some meds for her, her like her hydrocodone and and super big ibuprofen tablets that she got prescribed for her pain because she got teeth ripped out of her fucking mouth. Of course, you need some decent painkillers. Anyways, I was cutting it close in the sense where I needed to go pick up her meds. And then immediately when I got home, I had a telehealth appointment with my primary care physician that I'd scheduled like months ahead. So I couldn't change it or whatever. And so I realized, like, my mom was in pain. She needed these pain medications, and I needed to get home at this specific time, and it was not going to work out. I was going to be late. So I'm, like, zooming to the pharmacy, trying to get these medications for my mom before they close for lunch hour, because that's a thing that I've, I feel like pharmacists what? deserve to do that. Yeah, the the, the CVS um, closes from, I think, like, one thirty to 2 here. Which is like valid. That makes sense, but it's not something that I'm used to because apparently I think they should just they should hire enough people. I they mean, should maybe, hire enough people and pay them. Yeah, maybe CBS that has something is like to do with it. Like one of the it. worst places for pharmacists to work because they don't hire enough people, and I'm sure they don't pay them enough. Well, it's so interesting because on a complete other tangent, in some cities, like the Walgreens is the shitty pharmacy, and the CVS is all fancy. But in my town, the CVS is the one that looks like a run-down run bunker, and the Walgreens is brand new. So it's like, I don't—it depends on where you live, where one of them is trash and one of them is slightly better. 
But I mean, that probably makes sense where they're not paying their employees so they can't afford to hire people through the lunch hour. Regardless, I think they're both trash, but I mean, it's the American healthcare system. Sure, in their own way. (laughs) Well, it's not trash as in like, that's a really bad way to describe something. They both have their faults. Yeah, they're both like, I don't know, the first place I want to go when I wake up, you know? I mean, you have you have like World War Three trauma when it comes to pharmacies. I shouldn't have even brought this up. Oh my this god! This is PTSD yeah. flashbacks for Joe. Um, That's true. Anyway, so I was I was getting the meds, and I you know on my way to the pharmacy, I realized that there's like a it's a drive through pharmacy. There were a bunch of people in line, and I was like, I'm not going to make it back to my house to get on this telehealth appointment. So I'm like urgently messaging my primary care doctor, being like, I'm so sorry, I'm going to be about ten to fifteen minutes late. I'm letting you know uh, like a half hour ahead of time because I live in the middle of nowhere and I have to drive 150,000 miles to the general store on the other side of the world to get these meds for my mom to bring them back. So I'm like, I'm sweating in my car. I'm nervous. I'm like, I feel bad. I know it's going to take forever. And, you know, sure as shit, by the time I get home, I'm 10 to 15 minutes late. So I like throw my meds at my mom who's like writhing in pain. So she can take them and then I go to my room so I can get on, you know, this Zoom meeting with my doctor and I log in. No one's there. And I was like, I I hope that I like didn't miss it. Like, I hope everything's totally fine. And then I get this message saying your primary care physician's running late. Please, uh, please wait. And I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah. (laughs) And then I waited at my desk for a solid half hour, 45 minutes for my primary care physician to, uh, to arrive. So not only was I late, at least I had the wherewithal to let them know that I was going to be late. And then I rushed home just to sit on my ass and stare at a screen and waiting for someone to pop up for a half hour. So I was a little peeved. At least, like, at least let me know. Like, if you're going to be late, just, like, let me know so I can re- I agree. readjust. It's one of those situations where, like, I, I expect everyone to be punctual because I'm punctual. But right. then also, like, I... I don't know. I the people at the front desk of like places I go to, I don't ever get mad because I mean, they're probably not getting paid much and they're probably having to work like 60 hours a week. And so you're you're confronted with this like you're mad. I wish people would be on time for things because I'm on time for things. But then you're also like, oh, like the system is broken from the ground up yeah right and then it's it's also like the situation that we understand where we're not going to get frustrated with the waiter for the cook's you know shitty job we're not going to get mad at the receptionist for the doctor's you know shitty job but then also you know this doctor probably isn't getting paid very much anyway and they're probably overbooked so it's like, where is this They're probably anger burned and out from energy? COVID. Right. So like, where is this energy going to go? I'm just going to go outside and scream at a wall because there's no one I can really blame for this. So Justin waited three hours for a telehealth visit when he had COVID. Oh, my and, God. Oh, my God. The doctor sounded so like done. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> this is worse than the last one. He was oh like, this wave is worse than the last. Oh and I'm like, God. oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. We do not take care of the people that we need to be take care, taking care of. Girl, ain't that the truth? Or do you think, are you more punctual than Justin, or are you about the same? Is oh, that like yeah. a, something I'm... that you bond over? Justin or is... is always late. He is always late. Oh, I see that he this is always this is, late. Is this something that bothers you? This sounds, you sound a little... He will tell me. He will text me, and he'll be like, okay, I'm about to leave the office. Two hours later, I'll get a text that's like, okay, I'm, I'm just now walking out the door. And I'm like, 
And this this happens often. I guess he like he gets tied up in an email or he talks to somebody. But I'm just like, don't text me unless you're like walking out the door. Right. I don't need this. I don't need to know. (laughs) Don't text me until you're walking out the physical door. (laughs) Right. Or I will be stressed and expecting you. Yeah. So anyway, I I feel like I'm getting better as I get older, but I just I I just let my Mm. wings down with you. You think you're getting better as you're getting older? I feel I in terms of my punctuality and in terms of punctuality with people in my life that matter. So in one specific area. Mm hmm. (laughs) Other areas still working on. Everything else is crumbling around me. But goddamn, I want to be punctual for that doctor's appointment. Well, let me ask you a question. Sure. Pivoting. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met someone who looks like they could be your twin? A doppelganger, if you will? Um, no. But this reminds me of something. Okay, I'll bring this up after after you talk about this. So, no. Um, I've never so met this someone. Is Gizmodo. Okay. You've ne- I haven't either. Well, when I was a teenager and that 70s show was on, people were like, haha, you look like uh, Eric Foreman. Topher Grace's character. Right. Because we were both like skinny and had hair, had brown hair. Right. I don't know. It so didn't that, really, it didn't, wasn't a resemblance to me. That's but, what I was going to bring up is that there's people in my life who have told me that I look like a specific person and I see zero resemblance. That's what's well, happened to me. there's that, but like sometimes you, you see like posts on the inter- internet that are like, oh, Glitch in the Matrix ran into my doppelganger. And you're like, holy shit, y'all are long lost fucking twins. Yeah. It'll be like a stranger someone met. Well, this article's from Gizmodo. It's called You and Your Doppelganger Might Have More in Common Than Just Looks. Oh. You ready for this? Sure. So, um, Manel Estel- Estelar, a geneticist and director of the uh, Josip. Carreras Leukemia Research Institute in Barcelona. Barcelona. Where the Cheetah Girls went in the second movie. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Popular Barcelona popularized by the Cheetah Girls. Right. It was an um, unknown place before the Cheetah Girls went there. They popularized so it. They're doing this study. So it was published in Cell Reports. So as Esteller's team wanted to look at uh, people who look similar but aren't twins. They had looked at twins previously, mm-hmm. but now they're looking at people who are similar but aren't twins. So what they did was they got uh, 32 pairs of lookalikes who were willing to uh, give a spit sample, DNA sample, whatever. Um, they wanted to look at their DNA and the microbes in them as well. Mm-hmm. So they were they talked about like, this is relying on subjectivity, just like saying, oh, you look alike, you know? Right. So they also ran these people's photos through like facial recognition algorithms. And out of those 32 pairs, 16 pairs were deemed to completely match on all the programs they ran through. So they looked so much alike, I guess, that the facial recognition software literally thought they were the same person. Interesting. So um, the test and whatever, these pairs shared many single nucleotide polymorphisms sam oh wow we're getting which we're getting scientific according to this article those are the most common type of genetic variations in humans um nine of the pairs were so genetically in sync they were considered quote ultra lookalike oh um however their microbiomes had relatively little in common 
Gotcha. So, what does this mean? You may be asking yourself. Yes, what, what does this mean, Joseph? Here's the quote. The results were that these lookalike humans had similar genetic sequences and are therefore like virtual twins, while their epigenetic and microorganism flora profiles are what differentiate them. So, in fact, I've highlighted some more on this article. Oh, good. Okay. It says the genetic similarity didn't just stop at the face. Compared to non-lookalike pairs, doppelgangers were more likely to have similar levels of education, height, weight, and even smoking history. Interesting. And these are these are people that have no relation to each other. No relation. They just happen to look alike. No, they also they did some like extensive background checking, it sounds like, to make sure they were for sure not related. Like genealogical like, stuff. Yes. Um, they found that like only one pair was suspected to possibly have a common ancestor in the last several hundred years. Gotcha. Um, but some of the pairs were living on like totally different continents. Gotcha. Um, so this they were then they start talking about nature versus nurture. Nature strong, nurture tunes it up a little bit. But the the things that this could lead to, um, it says if it's true that our genes are so influential to facial appearance, it could be possible to accurately reconstruct the unknown face of a criminal through DNA mm. at the crime scene. Uh, or health-wise, it could be possible that a person's face could provide clues about their genes, such as like high risk for diseases or like diabetes, dementia, etc. Well, what's interesting about this article to me is that um, there's a lot of social implications that you were talking about in terms of these people, regardless, like they they aren't related. But the fact that they look alike, they have had similar experiences, it sounds like socioeconomically, in terms of, you know, the types of jobs that they get, the fact that they, you know, are maybe they became a smoker, etc. So those are similar, yet... Their microbiome, regardless of how similar they look, their poop is different. So your poop is their yours. Their gut shit, their mouth shit, and their poop shit. That shit in your mouth? It's different. It's different. Regardless of how alike you look, your poop is yours. And same parts? cherish that. Different poop. Yep, same parts. Different poop. Very interesting. I think it's interesting that, well, for me, it's like, um, I thought about it in terms of like, so they have similar levels of education height. We know that, like, th I feel like there have been studies about how conventionally, societally attractive you are influences. like Right. Increases your success. Right. And so, like, maybe that has something to do if, if this doppelganger pair was, um, they reached the same, these same levels because they were attractive or they were trolls. They right. didn't. You yeah. Know? They, they, were, they were ugly little pieces of garbage and they were probably both shit. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen someone who looks like me. And, and it's wild though, because I feel like when you're gay, when you're mm -hmm. a gay man, there's two possibilities. One, you look like every other gay man because right. you turn into boyfriend twins or you turn into, you know, you, you turn into this, this stereotype of a gay mm -hmm. or society has beaten you up so much that you look, uh, this is the one where I go to. You You've look been so deformed and mutant, mutated. Gollum. Gollum. That you turn into a, your own form of that. Right. You've spent so much I've time. You spent so much time in that dark, damp cave 
years and years and years that you have deformed into this being that is unrelatable. You've spent your whole life wading through the swamps of trauma Mm -hmm. with poor posture, asymmetrical facial features from being pummeled by society. Mm -hmm. Um, Sitting sitting gay wrong in your chair. Sitting gay wrong, which I'm doing right now. Decades. Just 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 deforms all of the ligaments in your body. I swear, though, that I think so when I leave the house, everybody kind of looks the same to me. Interesting. Is that just because you live in like a gay part of D.C.? So everyone's wearing the same outfits. You could throw a rock and hit. So we have this friend and we all like this friend we're really close to me and Justin. And we always think we see him. Because he looks like everybody. He's We're like, like is, that, is that him? And then they, it won't be. We'll get a little bit closer. And it's like, it's okay. Same haircut. I guess your haircut has a lot to do with it. Right. I feel like a lot of people have the same shape face. I don't know. Everyone just looks the same to me. Maybe that's facial blindness. Mm. Maybe that's the it. Yeah, maybe you you haven't looked at people... You haven't been outside and seen strangers in so long that they all look the same. That could be it. I will it. say in our in our building though, I remember everybody's name. Well, because I mean, when we moved in here, there. I was like, well, I was like I have to make a concentrated effort to like learn my neighbors' names and faces. Well, right, because you need to know who, you know, if someone, you know, does you dirty, you need to know exactly who you put the the cat food in in whose locker. This is, I think you're confusing living in an apartment with being in high school. I mean, they're basically the same thing, right? Drama, <laughs> clicks. No. <laughs> no. Can you well, imagine? There are God. some clicks, but it's like sad. Drama. Well, okay, so this this goes in, this reminds me of boyfriend twins in just just in general. Um, and we see boyfriend twins a lot in the gay community. I think it's Well, there's our straight people. Yeah, straight people too though. There's right, an there, Instagram there are, page right. called Siblings or Dating. Right. We've I think we've definitely talked about this before, but I forgot I think so. I forgot your stance as to cis homosexuals in gay world. Like, do you think I I don't think that I have the, to tell you with the people that I've dated, I don't think that they look like me. But also, is that what everyone thinks? No. I mean, I don't think I look like Justin, and I very much don't. I don't think you, you know? do either. Like, at all. We have totally different body types. Mm-hmm. Totally different facial features. Right. I think so. You're totally he different He has heights. hair. I don't. Right. So I feel like Yeah, I we're f- just, we're very different. But um, I'm, I'm curious if people... From the outside viewing a gay couple, if the outside, the general consensus is they look very similar, do they know that they look similar and they they like that? I think or, they do. Or are they completely I, oblivious? Okay, here's the tea. And if anyone gets mad at this, I was just joking. Nepotism? <laughs> what What's nepotism? Is that the one where, or like, self-centered, narcissist? No, that's vanity. You're nepotism. vain. So people who, like... um. People who like not nepotism. Oh my god, totally different. No, thing. isn't that about being <laughs> rich or something? Yeah, it's about like giving um friends and family uh power because they're related to you and you know them instead of like hiring people that are like oh for okay, the job. okay. Well, Trump, I'm talking Trump's about like family, vanity, nepotism, self obsession, vanity. 
people who like love them, love their, you know, like people who work out, out a lot and who are like very obsessed with their appearance. Yes. Like love looking in the mirror. They usually find someone who looks like them. I feel like. Well, and it must that's be where nice. you see like these gym bro boyfriend twins. Right. It must be nice being able to look in a mirror and not have it shatter in front of you. Yeah. I've broken a lot of mirrors. Yeah. Relatable. But, but so, so where are you? Fi- I mean, that's where fine. You getting at? Good for them for loving themselves. But there's also like, you know, never mind. What are we talking about? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to dig my hole any deeper. What girl, are we talking about? Girl, but at least at least we have a say in this. Like, at least we, you know, we're we have a valid, you know, opinion about the whole thing. Well, since we're, I we're was part just going to say that, like, body dysmorphia isn't just like, you know, you know, like you can take everything too far. Mm hmm. And like body dysmorphia isn't just like someone who never exercises. Sometimes it's people who exercise too much. You right. know what I mean? Like there's all different forms. I so uh, w- the thing that it keeps coming back to my mind is that as a gay person who has dated, I don't have a you know partner or whatever. I'm, you know, still single, mingling throughout the world. There's something that's been ingrained into my brain that I have to remind myself that um, is something that I need to not be thinking about is that I within the gay community, I feel like that I have been exposed and have seen so many boyfriend twins and so many people that have been in relationships that are very similar to each other that I have, you know, un, that I've unsubconsciously told myself that um, people are only interested Wait, into what you've unsubconsciously told yourself. No, I subconsciously. Sorry. Oh, okay. My my subconscious has told me that people who look alike are into each other. Like people who have this specific body type are only into other people with their same body type because I've seen it around me. When in actuality, there are lots of like people who like big bear daddies who are into like skinny little twinks or reverse or you know it's it's something that i have to remind myself that like a guy hits me up and he doesn't look anything like me and i'm like why are you into me and he says because i'm into i'm into you like and i have to retrain my brain i'm taking that back training my brain that not all skinny twinks are into skinny twinks not all you know bare muscle gays are into bare muscle gays like people can be into things that aren't themselves is where I'm getting at. I was never interested in people who look like me. Right. I'm I not interested in people who look avoided. like me either. No, I there's too much. If I were to look at someone and they reminded me of myself, I think I would have a visceral reaction. Because like, <laughs> ah, I would be I would be projecting like I'd be like, oh, we're twins. Oh, you have all the same trauma as me. Right. We, which this study shows. Similar levels of education, et cetera, et cetera. So you look alike. Sometimes you've had a lot of similar socio-economical, whatever. Trauma. You've had similar trauma. Maybe you share some similar trauma because you've grown up similarly. You've grown up with society treating you similarly because you look the same. Right. And so it's like, okay, I don't need double the same baggage, sweetie. I'm already over the baggage limit. It's a little bit... It's a little bit like, what do you talk about? Do you just talk about how you always, I don't know. What do you, what do you talk about with like, I don't want to talk to myself. 
Right. It's I want like, to talk to someone who's had a... Not that there's anything wrong if you have a boyfriend twin or whatever, I guess. <laughs> but sorry, some it's people listen to a boyfriend twin. Boyfriend twins. But like, I, I feel the same way. It's like, I, I... There's probably a certain point where I'm dating someone and we have such similar interests where it's like, I, I don't want you to be doing everything that I'm doing, right? I think, yeah. I think there's healthy... It. There's healthy and unhealthy levels of it. Like right. if you're dating someone because they look like you and that's because you're full of yourself. Just jack I off, that's, girl. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, just jack, jack off, off in, a, in mirror. Front of a mirror. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I always find the, the boyfriend twin phenomenon very interesting. Um, and I don't think I've ever dated or fooled around with someone that looks like me. And I don't have any interest in doing that. Because there's there's only room for one goblin in the bed, and I'm that goblin. Okay, case closed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you and Justin look alike at all. No, we has are anyone ever told totally you totally different? No. Okay. We did have no, no. Never mind. What? Nope. Okay, work. <laughs> I don't know. I I, and when it comes to straight people, I don't care. Well, here's here's a here's a unrelated kind of think, related question. I can count. Okay. Have you ever hooked up with someone that had the same dick as you? No, because I've only been with. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> I don't. It's hard what to share. Because it's hard to share. Because I've practically told the podcast I'm uncircumcised. I'll just say I've never seen. I've never run into another uncircumcised person. What? No, I haven't. Really? Never. I've never, I've never. It's only been me, and it's been like oh my God, I've had you're people alone who in the world. Like, yes, in America, basically. I had no Amer- idea. America is hardcore obsessed with circumcision. No, that's horrible. So, like, that sucks. I've run into, I've run into people who have like fetishized it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Weird. There's plenty of people but like that out there. No, I, I, and that's I don't. Oh, that's allegedly I never have. That's not a, I don't want to, because then when you say a blanket statement like that, you kind of like reveal something about everyone you've ever been with. And that's mm. not my intent. Mm. So I can't, so I don't really want to do that. And so gotcha. that's like, may or may not be true. That's so surprising to me. But also it's not America. surprising at the same everyone time. in America is circumcised, essentially. Well, it's interesting because just based off of my own very limited experience, like I've had plenty of both. And by plenty, I mean like two of each, right? And so, sure. And I, I when I, when I imagine, I don't want to say imagine you. Oh, and I you're don't like, oh, you. I know how many people you've been with. No, just how, I, how out I, of the thousands, <laughs> you've never come across one. <laughs> yeah, after you know, out of all of them, Joe, like all one hundred and thirty-five of them. I just imagine that you have had more experience than I have, just based on that you're older and wiser than me. But I guess yeah. you settled down with Justin. But it just—it seems interesting to me because I feel like the most celibate person out there. Yet I've encountered just by chance people who are uncircumcised. I myself am circumcised. Um, I think you're in the mind. I think you're. I, this your is a minority situation. Sample size, right? Is skewed. You're, you're running into people who aren't really. You know, that's not the. the I'm. I'm what is, in. I'm encountering shiny Pokemon, and I'm not oh, even hunting yeah. for them. In the U.S., what's the rate? It's I'm, like 80%, Let's 90%. look at it. Rate I don't of even circumcision. Know. I didn't know we were going to be talking about this today. We're getting vulnerable at the gig. 
I mean, you were vulnerable last week, girl. You talked about fucking Heartstopper for 45 minutes. Are yeah, you, are, I don't think that was that. We didn't even talk about it for that long. No, we didn't. It's just that I assumed that it was. So apparently the CDC sees the national rate is approximately 60%. What? Well, I feel like that's a lot lower than it used to be. Yeah. I've already said my opinions on it, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone's wiener is beautiful. <laughs> wiener, et cetera, wiener, et cetera. Wiener, wiener, wiener. whatever's fine. Great. No one's going to turn down a wiener. So whatever. Okay. It, it's interesting. So the CDC has graphs of circumcision rates based off of where they were born. Midwest, Northeast, South, and West. I would imagine that the South has the high, one of the highest rates. Yeah. So apparently, and this is through 1979 to 2010, the percent of new, of male newborn infants who um, had circumcisions, let's see. Yeah. Rates of circumcisions. The highest is the Midwest. Second highest is Northeast. Third highest is the South. And then way lower is the West. So the Western United States, probably West Coast, has the low or had the lowest amount of male newborn circumcisions um, from 1979 to 2010. Very interesting. I didn't think about looking at it from different areas of the U.S. That makes total sense. Yeah, I could see that. Speaking of uncut penises, what else do you want to talk about? Oh, um, let's see here. Oh, here's something for you. Social media. Who's got it? Who wants it? Not me. (laughs) So this is from Pew Research. They did a study uh, showing the ever-changing social media landscape among teens. Mm -hmm. And they found that American teens aged 13 to 17, uh, so TikTok has skyrocketed in popularity since this is going back from like 2014, 2015 to 2022. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok didn't exist back then. So oh, it skyrocketed. So long ago. It is the, the percent of U.S. teens who say they use these, TikTok's at 67%. YouTube's at 95%. It's in the lead. I don't know if I call YouTube... I, I don't consider YouTube social media. I just yeah, don't. Yeah, it seems like its own thing. It's like, where else am I going to go watch a video? Literally nowhere. I'm not going to Vimeo, Sam. I'm not. Can you imagine going to Vimeo? Can you imagine Vimeo? I'm not going to Vimeo. If I want to search for a music video or literally anything, I, I guess there. I, I would hesitate to think that all 95% of these teens are like watching YouTubers and stuff. You know, we're just watching shit. Right. We, I'm a teenager too, by the way. I don't know we, what the kids are doing these days. The kids are on TikTok. I can't keep track of them anymore. I'm a, I'm a millennial boomer. I'm in my own bubble. I'm not hip with the well, kids anymore. I'll, I'll admit it. Unsurprisingly, uh, in 2014, 2015, Facebook was at 71%. It's dropped down to 32%. Mm-hmm. The kids fucking hate it. The adults fucking hate it. It well, is trash. It, it's, it's been poisoning our parents' brains for years. Facebook has. Yeah. I'm so done with it. As soon as they can, you know, get sick of it, the, you know, maybe our society will start healing. Did I tell you that I deactivated my Facebook account like, th- oh, probably a month ago? And I, I haven't had, it. I haven't had any want to go back. 
I like I removed yeah. the Facebook button from my bookmarks bar and I just deactivated it and I haven't looked back. It has been so easy. I I just don't use it. Like I right. want to to disable it, but I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I just saw a post that just it just it just flipped the switch. I was like, I'm done. Like I don't use this. Every time I go to Facebook, I get angry. I don't post anything. Like I, it's basically deactivated anyway. And so I did it. But it's like if if a tree falls in a forest, like if you deactivate your Facebook account and you, there's no one there to tell, did you actually deactivate it? So here I am telling everyone. There it is. There's the press. Where's the press release, Sam? Yeah. You know I do press releases. Oh, that press release was so good. Would you explain <laughs> to everyone who doesn't have Twitter? Oh, I I released a press release on Twitter saying I knew about the new Bratz game. It looked pretty good. You you used your graphic design knowledge to get that press Thank release out. Thank you. Now I can put it on my resume that I know how to do press releases. I Googled it. <laughs> I Googled it for that. Now, that good. back to social media. Instagram has actually gone up from 52 to 62%. Mm. Snapchat has is still going. I thought Snapchat was fucking dead. It's gone from forty one percent to fifty nine. So it's the fourth most used by teens. Yeah, I feel like younger millennials. I don't know if Gen Z uses Snapchat, but like younger millennials are still using Snapchat. Twitter is below Facebook. It was at thirty three percent, and now it's at twenty three percent among teens. Teens ain't using Twitter apparently. Good for them, honestly. Good for them. I've. With all of the drama going on with Twitter in the news lately, I'm like, and and also looking at what I look at on Twitter, I don't look at anything on Twitter except my replies. Mm-hmm. I literally do not use a single tab. I don't even go to my home tab anymore. Right. It's not a way for me to, it's to read what other people are saying unless they're talking to me. Right. I don't care. Yep. We've talked about this before where um, a while ago I completely recurated my Reddit um, front page, like the subreddits that I use in order to make me less angry. That helped a lot. And then I started doing that with people I follow on Twitter. I was like, if this isn't bringing me joy, if this is just bringing me like, if this is fucking me up every single day with like the news that you're giving me, it's like more tragedy that I'm, I, I am, I'm saving myself. Like I am blocking this out of my life. Oh, wow. You it. pulled it. A- you pulled a Joseph Burt song. <sighs> Muted I mean, every single person on your I timeline. Di- I didn't mute everyone, but I feel like that I am I am muting and unfollowing people that are not Marie Kondo bringing me joy every day. Um, we've got Twitch at twenty percent, WhatsApp at seventeen, Reddit at fourteen, and Tumblr at five percent. Oh my Down god! From Tumblr, 14. remember her? Let me tell you, Tumblr still has. There are some funny ass people on, I, on tumblr i don't use tumblr anymore but you'll see screenshots people screenshotting the funny people over there on tumblr mm-hmm. i i remember it used to be all fandoms and i'm sure that's still a part of it but well it's some funny bloggers over there yeah i feel like that the people the people who ran like the super hulak fandom pages on tumblr remorphed into k-pop stands and moved to twitter they yeah. evolved i it really goes to show you, like, if you are an influencer on one site and you can't focus on one of them, because, like, there are people who were only Tumblr famous. They're right. not nothing now. Me. They're gone. I Their was Tumblr audience famous. Is gone. Well, I had you did a- start that. You had the meme. I, know. I had the meme. I know. And you'll you'll be yelling about it in the nursing home. I know. <sighs> and they'll be like, OK, Grandpa, <laughs> we got it. Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> 
We get it. You made the Nigel Thornberry singing meme. <sighs> Anyways, um, so this kind of has a little bit to do with this news that came out very recently that Twitch sent a message to all of their exclusive partners saying that you're allowed to stream on other platforms. Not multicasting, but you're allowed to live stream on other platforms other than Twitch. Did you get this? I did. I got the email. And what are your what are your thoughts? I didn't know I wasn't allowed to. I didn't read it in the first. <laughs> well, I don't think you were streaming anywhere else. You weren't. You weren't no, streaming I on wasn't. YouTube. No, I wasn't. I'm not. I don't go live anywhere else. I go right. live on Twitch, and that's it. I'm, it's not like I was gonna breach it in the first place. So beforehand, but, um, Twitch partners. Twitch has a live streaming website. Lots of gamers stream there. Lots of you know, there's IRL stuff. It's 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 a very very popular live streaming platform. So Twitch partners, you know, people that Twitch pays and they're on the payroll or whatever, they signed an exclusivity agreement, or at least they did beforehand, saying that they weren't allowed to stream, to live stream on any other service except for Twitch. So beforehand, you weren't allowed to stream on Twitch and then go stream on YouTube as well, like doing different things on different platforms. You were barred from that. But now you're allowed to, to a certain extent. That's nice because, I mean, I feel like people already stream, like they mentioned TikTok and Instagram Live in particular. Right. Those aren't even close to what Twitch is. No. And, and you, know, they're, you don't they're stream on, on that for the same reason. Right. They're on completely different platforms. Like, you know, people view uh, Instagram Lives and TikTok Lives on their phones mostly. I feel like there's a large mobile audience on Twitch, but like they have a huge presence of people watching streams on desktop, a.k.a. me. I always have a stream, like a stream going in a tab, you know, just for background noise, essentially. But does this um, make you think about potentially streaming your content elsewhere? Or um, they mentioned being able to simulcast to um, TikTok Live and Instagram Live. It doesn't seem like the the content that you make would benefit really from this. But I don't know. No, maybe TikTok. TikTok mm -hmm. is kind of starting to open up. Um like being able to stream from OBS kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. And I could see doing that and just just letting it go, not looking at that chat or whatever, being like, if you want to chat, do it on Twitch. I don't care. Right. You know, it's, you know, I guess going back into this, you got to diversify. Right. Diversify your profile. I'm on TikTok. You don't want to How many followers do I have on TikTok? I open it once a month. I've started to not look at TikTok because I'm scared of it. Uh-oh. I thought you were TikTok famous. I am. So I have 51,000 followers. You don't want the fame to go to your head. That's what you're saying. Well, I, I appreciate it all. But uh, it quickly occurred to me that after the TikTok's been up for 12 hours, it's not people who follow me who are commenting on it. And I don't need to see that. Right. It's people who are just calling you gay. It's, yeah. It's gay, that. ugly, stop. So I... Bald. Yeah, people who don't know my sense of humor, don't know what I do, any of that. So I just, I, after it's been up about 20, 12, 24 hours, I don't look at it anymore. But then I also stopped, I don't really, I haven't watched TikToks lately. Oh, interesting. I think my mental health's been really fragile, and mm. I'm just like... Just now it's been fragile? This is a new it's thing? It's been especially fragile over the summer. Um, I just, I can't be influenced by anything else. Right. Look at we you protecting yourself. That's when I, that's this summer I stopped looking at the Twitter Explore page. I don't mm -hmm. want to see it anymore. I just have kind of cut out or very limited my social media intake. But yeah, I'm girl. still on the internet 
You're just on the Google News. That's what you're doing. Oh, my God. Google News is our newspaper. Like, parents are, my parents still get the physical newspaper. Like, that's going to be us in Google News. It's like, why are you reading that? Like, just go on Twitter. It's like, because this is curated and it makes me less angry. Okay? Yeah, Google News is, or, yeah, Google News is a little bit better. For sure. Like, I wish I could remove some things. They let you, like, switch around some things, but only to a certain extent. I just don't, sometimes, I wish I could go, like, two months without seeing any political news. I just don't want to see it. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be wild. We're so bombarded. Um, So the last thing I wanted to say about like live streaming and social media and whatever is the only TikTok live stream. First of all, didn't realize that TikTok had a live streaming feature. Second of all, the only live stream that I've watched is that one with that like that woman who is polishing rocks for like hours upon hours. Have you seen that? There's a woman with like a fucking rock tumbler situation. And she's just talking to people while she polishes rocks in front of her. It's wild. And this is where? On TikTok Live. It's fucking bananas. Oh, I see the... I get a lot of... It suggests the tarot card readers to me. What does that say? What does that say about you? I don't know. Maybe I should do that. That'd be cute. I still don't know how to withdraw money from the creator fund. And I don't know how cards work. So I don't either. Anyways, anything else you want to say before I ask about your cheese and then be disappointed this week? Uh, nope. I'm ready to disappoint you. Okay, I'm ready. It's cheese of the week. Is it your desk? Um, okay. So, Is it a cardboard box? Oh, it's something that it hasn't been in a while and it, that I know will piss you off. Because I haven't talked Ooh. about Tamagotchis in a while. Oh, okay. Gun in my mouth. Chamber loaded. So I recently purchased my third... Um, limited edition Toys R Us Gold P2 from 1997 mm-hmm. in, in new in box. Oh, and how much was um, this? This one was only seventeen dollars. I got a really good deal. Oh, they Jesus sell for like that's nothing. They sell like thirty or forty generally, but I like them. I think they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a it's an old Tamagotchi, but it's gold. It brings you not joy. like real gold. Yeah. And so I also wanted one that was maybe a little beat up so that I could play with it. I wanted mm-hmm. to actually run it. So this one arrived. And first thing I always do is take the batteries out, see if there's any corrosion. Um, and one of the screws broke off in the Tamagotchi because the vintage screws are really shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just on the battery door. So I can still, there's two screws. I can still put the battery door on. So I have been using this one as my go-to Tamagotchi to run. And mm-hmm. I've been running it this week. It's a teenager. Do you do you ever name these Tamagotchis, like, in your head? No, they have names. The oh. characters already have names. Oh, I didn't realize that. No, that would be like if I decided to name you. I mean, you can. If I you wouldn't want. do that. Just, just shit? Oh, it's shit. Hey, shit. <laughs> well, that's what you're always doing when you text me. Right, I'm shit, you're bald. Bald and shit. You'll be bald soon. You'll also Girl, be bald soon. That is that is true. That this hairline is slowly creeping up. Slowly creeping up. So my cheese of the week, because it's round and gold, and cheese can also be round and gold in the shape of wheels, is this Tamagotchi Toys R Us limited edition uh, gold P2. Well, the gun jammed, so I'm still here. I'll teach you how to load it. 
<laughs> Thank you. That's <laughs> what I want to see. A wiki, a wiki hell. No, I want to. I want to fly you and Justin out to the fucking west of Montana and have and bring you guys to a fucking shooting range and see what happens. I want to see you with a gun. That'd be in- I think insane. They have. I think they have shooting ranges in places that I like. I don't have to be in Western Montana. Well, right, but when I when you know when the quote accident happens, I need to hide your body. There's a lot of room, girl. There's a lot of room, and not a lot of people that witnessed it. So, the Rock- are the Rocky Mountains over there? Yeah, girl, the Rockies. I don't know about those. I could just I could throw you in the forest, and a grizzly bear would eat you, and no one would none know anything. That you would just you wouldn't exist anymore. I think Rocky Mountains is the worst name for a mountain range because, of course, it's rocky. It's mountains. There aren't smooth like. There aren't, if it's smooth, it's a hill. Wow. That's my, I'm working on that. that Check me. I'm just work, I'm workshopping that one. You're workshopping. Don't worry. <laughs> You're workshopping a new name for the Rocky What's Mountains. What's the deal with the Rocky Mountains? They're rocky. They're mountains. Of course they're rocky. Of course they're rocky. They're mountains. God, I just, I'd love to throw a tomato And then in, the, in my notes, it says pause for laughter. Mm-hmm. Pause, pause for applause. <laughs> <laughs> Good cheese, I guess. I'm glad Thank your Tamagotchis you. you are still a, running. Do you have a cheese? Um, oh, I have a I have a hot tip. Hot tip for all the Costco moms out there. Um, it, at my local Costco, there was a a pad thai kit, a chicken pad thai kit that I thought was going to be good. Guess what? It wasn't. Don't buy it. <laughs> it wasn't pad thai, bro. No. It wasn't even close. It's one of those things where like it didn't taste bad, but it was like it was like a Thai chicken curry. It had curry paste in it. It did not taste like pad thai. It didn't have the consistency of pad thai. It didn't have the right vegetables. Apparently, I'm a pad thai expert. It just wasn't what I was expecting. And so I was disappointed. Someone lied to her several times. Several times. Someone lied to Costco and told them that this was pad thai and they labeled it as such. Girl, go back to the drawing board. That's my hot tip. Well, we're going to Costco this weekend, so I'll make sure to not get it. Although I don't, I've never gotten, I don't think I've ever gotten a meal. We get, we literally go to Costco and buy like, 20 boxes of oat milk oh yeah oh yeah to last us like a month yeah that's a good that's a, that's a good way to do it girl everyone costco's differently it's okay okay here's a question so i've been eating cereal lately oh. multi-grain cheerios i use a little bit of oat milk on it so why does my pee smell like two percent milk if i'm drinking oat milk for okay what for, uh, um for your pee smells like milk <laughs> Go to the doctor. What's the deal with With the way my pee smells? (laughs) Girl, the only thing that makes my pee smell is is, uh, asparagus. If milk is making... Girl, go to the doctor. Coffee? Your pee doesn't smell like coffee after you drink a lot of coffee? Uh, No, it smells like urine. No, it definitely... If you drink a latte, your pee smells like latte. I'm just imagining you, imagining you in like a sommelier situation where people are giving you little, little uh, drops of their pee and you sniff it and you tell them what their diet is. It's like, I know my pee is fine. You had a cinnamon, a cinnamon bagel this morning. I get pee tests every six months. So I know my pee's fine. She's right. How do you, it smells like milk. Girl, something is wrong. (laughs) No, but like only after I drink the, only after I eat the cereal. You you know there's there's like super tasters. Maybe you're a super smeller. Only when it comes to pee, though. Yeah, that that sounds about right. I do have a pretty good sense of well, I would say maybe slightly above average sense of smell. 
girl, if you can tell the difference of whether or not your your pee was two percent milk or oat milk. No, that's the problem. It still smells like two percent, but I only drink oat. Well, maybe it's just because that oat milk is so good. It's so similar to two percent milk. Your body can't tell the difference. Maybe it's all the two percent milk I was forced to drink growing up. Or maybe with every it just, fucking meal. Maybe your pee just smells the same because it's. Oh pee. my god. Do kids still drink milk with every fucking meal in school? I hope not. That's weird. That's wild. I bet they Nobody do drink those milk. cartons. Yeah, just a fucking box of milk. That's weird. I don't know. It's girl. It's the milk industrial complex. Take it up with them. Multi-billion All kids are dehydrated, too. Like, there's no way I was hydrated from kindergarten literally through 12th grade. Oh, yeah. They never raisins. let you drink. They never let you eat. Right. You have to ask to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Prison, honey. Prison. Prison. Yeah. Anyways, favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about your pee for way too long. That's okay. I think about yours. What? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this took a dark turn. <laughs> That's okay. I think about yours anyway. Um. Okay. So, do you... Uh... I'm going to go first this week. Fuck you. Okay. That's f- you always go first. Really? You always say mine's bad. I'm going to go first. And then it is bad. And I'm glad you went first. Okay. So what well, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I'll let you choose. No, mine's going to make you angry. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> is it Heartstopper again? Two weeks in a row? No. Okay. Um, but it's related. Oh, okay. Mine is um uh, uh uh House of the Dragon. It's it was okay. No. It was okay. So, okay, the situation is that the Game of Thrones prequel, um the the two writers who were involved in ruining the end of Game of Thrones are not involved in this whatsoever. So, that's a good feeling. George R R Martin is has his grubby little hands deep in this. Um, which is great. It's apparently going to be very faithful to the you know book that this is based off of. My dad and I watched it on his birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Just daddy. You can refer to him as. Um, and we both enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I didn't really go in with a lot of expectations because the everyone has a bad taste in their mouth after the end of Game of Thrones. Um, and I thought it was fun. I thought that there were things in it that related a little. I know they're supposed to like they're trying to relate it back to the main series, even though it's a prequel. But I thought some of those were kind of gimmicky. But I think it. I think it's going to be fun, and I enjoy the Targaryens. And I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of incest involved, and that's always fun. Um. Anyways, I'm on an FBI watch list now. I thought it was. I thought it was fun, and I'm excited for the rest of the series. And hopefully, they don't fucking ruin it. But yeah, I'll be tuning in is, every week. Is what's her name in it? Daenerys, is, no, she she's not born yet. This is like 210 years before everything else. Oh, before they I don't ruined know how the series. Old people live. I don't know. People are old. I don't know either. Apparently, Melisandre might be alive. Who knows? I don't know who that is. I only watched fragments of the last season of Game of Thrones. I never she, saw anything else. So you only saw the worst of it, which is great. Yeah, and I didn't have anything to compare it to, so I was like, this seems fine. I don't. I don't know. Just continue to live in that fantasy world, please. Just like stay exactly where you it. are. It's not something I ever wanted to watch, so I'm I'm at peace with it. That's uh, honestly, I love that for you. Please, like that is the best position you can be in. Otherwise, that you're just gonna be and angry. like Breaking Bad. I never saw Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not about it. 
I mean, it might be one of those things where like 50 years from now, you, you might be like, oh, I want to watch this. White people making meth. I lived it. Yeah, girl, Arkansas. I would just go back to Arkansas if I wanted to see that. Meth was so bad in Montana that we had like a whole advertising campaign of like, it's called the Montana Meth Project. And when I was growing up, there were billboards everywhere of people like with scabs all over their face and their fingernails torn off. Meth, not not even once. Meth, not even once. Billboards. Yeah, I remember. Girl, white people in meth lived it. Anyways, the new Game of Thrones prequel isn't bad, I don't think, but it probably will get bad. Are there dragons? There are lots of dragons. More dragons in the Game of Thrones. Oh, so they like used to have dragons and then they didn't. And then they all died off. She had a few. Yeah, and then she birthed some dragons. She pushed them out of her hoo-ha. Did she literally birth them? Yeah, they were like, and, and I don't know, she was 20 centimeters dilated, girl. I don't know how she did it. No, did she? I didn't, because I didn't see. She did gave she birth, she laid dragon eggs? <laughs> yes, she laid three dragon eggs. Just you like are kidding. Hot, hot out of the oven. Is that true? 20 centimeters dilated. That's like a basketball. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. Centimeters. I only do imperial. Right. I Anyways, mean, what? is that imperial? Yeah, that's not metric. Yeah, centimeters. Anyways, what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is shockingly music. Oh, is this the Stardew Valley have... soundtrack? No, it's the Heartstopper soundtrack. Oh. I've started listening to music again, but only, oh, oh, it does fit the theme. I only listen to soundtracks of things that I like. But this right. soundtrack has also caused me to branch out to some of these artists' individual works as Interesting. well. Interesting. I'm trying to see um, who's on the soundtrack. So it's Baby Queen is on there several times. Mm -hmm. Um, They even did like a song just for Heartstopper, the soundtrack, I believe. Um, Some of my favorites, Ezra Williams, my own person, Orla Gartland, Why Am I Like This? We have um, Fever Dream by MXM Tune. And I also went to their page and I liked a lot of their stuff. Nice. Um, Look at you branching out. Sunflower Beam moment in the sun those are some of my select personal favorites Mm -hmm. but of course it's all very like indie it's you know back in my day we have four artists and you had to listen to one of the four you had britney Britney spears christina Christina Aguilera, Mm -hmm. is mandy moore and jessica simpson mandy fucking moore you take your pick between the four and that's it there's no more artists the four horsewomen of the apocalypse And it's a little overwhelming to try to even discover music these days. That's not there's like more than pop. four. Well, it's because there's so many ways to discover them too. Mm-hmm. It's like you like someone, and then Spotify will recommend like three thousand similar artists. Right, and you're like, this is overwhelming. Can't I just like one song? Mm-hmm. And that's how it's been for me for the past ten years. Gotcha. So it's been nice. We'll see if it branch if I branch out to anything else. I've listened to some of these artists' other stuff, and it's nice. But the soundtrack's just lovely. Nice. It's, it's um, uh, so probably my favorite favorite is um, "Fever Dream" by MXM Tune. And I was listening to more of their stuff, and it kind of gives like Lily Allen vibes. If mm-hmm. Lily Allen was, um, like I would say Lily Allen is like 80% snarky, you know, in her songs. So it's mm-hmm. less snarky and more like um, 
love themes, maybe. Mm-hmm. More sappy? More, not necessarily sappy. More like, um, maybe more like young adults figuring things out vibes. Gotcha. Cool. Oh my god, you listening to music? I know. I'll probably stop. I'll be on this for like a week and I'll be over it. Right. And then you'll delete Spotify and only listen to birds. I can't delete Spotify. I have to have it for lo-fi playlists for streams. God. Poor you. They've got all the fucking royalty-free shit for streams. Mm -hmm. It's too convenient. Yeah. Very true. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. What a day that we've had. How fun. It's not over yet. Oh, it sure isn't. If you are a Patreon, stay seated. Buckle in. Because you will have a bonus episode this week over on our Patreon page. Thrown at you. Shoveled into your ears. Definitely all of that. And next week, we will be back with a regular episode for everyone as well. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Not this again. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex S. Alexander P. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Edward P. Emily H. Helena B. Javier. J L. Jess L. Johnny B. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Rose G. Scott A. Chantal A. Shreya S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!